0: Welcome to the 99 Relapses podcast. Are you struggling with addiction? Do you need inspiration, education, and empowerment? Online Christian recovery coach and counselor, James Egidio, is here for you. Join him as he helps listeners journey through addiction and recovery by avoiding relapse through the grace and mercy of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You are not alone. With 32 years of sobriety under his belt, our host is ready to walk with you. Let's get started. Here is James Egidio.
1: Hi, I'm James Egidio. Welcome to the 99 Relapses podcast, the podcast that moves you from recovery to discovery through the grace and mercy of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is episode number 18, part one, titled Identity and addiction in this episode, I will discuss what identity is and how it defines your addiction in the secular world versus how God identifies you. I just wanted to mention a couple side notes, and that is for all my listeners who have been listening up to this point, the first 17 episodes, I took the entire month of August because I took a family vacation. And then the next thing I wanted to mention was I am moving forward starting in September. And what I call phase two of the 99 relapses podcast, where I'll be adding like video snippets of episodes, a segment called episode videos, Q and A, as well as bring guests on and their family members of guests who have compelling stories of getting through addiction by way of our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. But without further ado, let me get into this podcast. And again, it's titled Identity and Addiction. The secular definition for identity through Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines identity as the distinguishing character or personality of an individual. However, to expand on this dictionary definition, I'd like to break this definition down even further into how you identify with self or self-identity and how today's society identifies with individuals based on gender. When you go through a whirlwind emotion of an out-of-control addiction, you lose self-identity as to who and what defines you as a person and even as a child of God. And what you find yourself doing is you find yourself adopting and adapting to the world's view and standards for self-identity and reassuring. So I'd like to start with today's worldly view of how individuals are identified. It wasn't long ago that the most common and obvious way were identified by society was by gender, and that is male and female, the way God created you, is found in Genesis 127, which reads, So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created. This was the basic and most obvious way of being identified. The way God created you. After you were born, over time people became identified by socioeconomic status, rich, poor, educated, uneducated, Democrat, Republican. And this, of course, is the worldly view which was expanded from how we were identified through our gender and the way God created us. And then, of course, things have circled back to gender and gender identity in today's world. And as you may or may not know, it has become one of the topics of conversation and is constantly being pushed by the media and comes straight out of hell. This way of identifying people through their gender, so much so that there's actually a name for it. It's called gender dysphoria, which is defined as a severe discomfort in one's biological sex. And this affects about 0.01% of the population. And it's most common in males and females because it only affects a small percentage of the population. It's at the top of the list, like I said, for getting the most media attention and coverage. It's also being pushed into the school system to children as young as four and five years old which is really sad because it's creating a lot of confusion among today's youth, so much so that it leads to depression and even suicide among children and teenagers. And then they're even going as far as doing chemical castration at as young as eight, and nine years old on children. So some of these categories actually have subcategories to them. And I won't get too much into this, but There's what's called gender expression, which is the external appearance of one's gender identity. And this is usually expressed through behavior, clothing, body characteristics, or voice, and which may or may not conform to social behaviors and characteristics typically associated with either masculine or feminine. The second main category is transgender, and there's a variety of subcategories under transgender. And like I said, I won't get too much into this, but there's uh, gay, lesbian, bisexual, bigender, agender, gender fluid, gender queer, and so on and so forth. Not to mention a recent article that I read where a woman in New Zealand identified herself as a cat, as well as how people self-identify with other people through status and money, power, and prestige. You could see that all this is going down a real dark path in terms of self-identity, and you're probably asking yourself, what what does this have to do with my addiction? And as none of this sentiment about gender identity or identifying through other people, places, and things is true, it's out of touch with reality and with God's will and purpose for your lives and the life of even future generations. Fortunately, we allow these societal ideologies to take hold of how we identify with ourselves through people, places, and things. And then what happens, especially during an addiction, like I said, an out-of-control addiction, you have what's called the problem of control. And I'll talk about that further in part two, episode number 19 of this two-part series, and how identity leads to the problem of control with addiction. But the key things to keep in mind for now is that our identity through God is created in His image, which is a blessing and a responsibility. And the blessing is that you were created to have an intimate communication with God. He gave you that desire, as I had mentioned in episodes number four and number five, titled Desire, and how it is related to addiction. God gave us His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, because He loved the world as he found in verse John three sixteen through 17 where it reads, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, Whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting lives. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. The identity that we seek from society is sin. It's covenants. It's a covenant sin. And this sin is rebellion. And this rebellion leads into addiction, which separates you from God and leaves you with the inability to communicate with God. But God created you uniquely, and you got to keep that in mind. He created you uniquely for intimacy with Him through Jesus Christ and with the Holy Spirit. That's God living within you. It's the Trinity. It's God the Father, the Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit that lives within you. And Jesus Christ paid that ultimate price as the sacrificial lamb to shed His blood for all mankind. And He was sinless, and Jesus Christ died for our sins. And let me just stop there for a moment. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, now's the time to do it. And remember another thing. Your identity is not defined by other people or groups of people, nor by places or things material. But it's by God and God only. And it doesn't matter how many times you've relapsed or what you've been through. What matters is that you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you repent for your sins. And have that direct relationship with Jesus Christ. And the way to do that, as I've mentioned this time and time again in many episodes, is that through the Holy Bible and its entirety and God's word and truth, it all starts in Genesis and it ends in Revelation. And it is God's way to communicate with you intimately and to guide your life because God loves you. The Bible is more than sufficient to answer all of its life's questions. And it's not possible to have an intimate relationship without two-way communication. God's love is described in Hebrews 13a as Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And of course, the New Testament even says God loves you and created a way for you to be restored to intimacy with God through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. I'm going to take a short commercial break. and When I come back, I'll talk about shame and guilt and its role in addiction.
0: Are you or your loved ones struggling with an addiction? Trinity Recovery Coaching can help you from the comfort of your own home. You know you can't do this alone, but sometimes the hardest part is just getting to the help you need. Trinity Recovery Coaching eliminates this burden by providing free, donation-based online Christian recovery counseling and coaching. Using the Genesis recovery process, Trinity has achieved a 70% success rate. That's because founder James Egidio understands what it means to have an addiction and to find your way back to a healthy and productive lifestyle. Don't lose hope. We haven't given up hope on you. Your Lord and Savior hasn't given up hope on you. Now, it's time for you to focus on getting better and getting back to a path of enlightenment. If you've lost your way, Trinity Recovery Coaching is here to bring you back to the road that leads to forgiveness, love, and acceptance. It's easy to get started. Just go to trinityrecoverycoaching.org. Sign up for a recovery coach consultation from your mobile device or laptop. Schedule a consultation, fill out a short questionnaire, and just wait for your coach to call.
1: Okay, welcome back to the 99 Relapses podcast. In the first portion of this podcast episode, before I took the commercial break, I talked about how the secular world identifies you. And then I mentioned a little bit about how God identifies you. And I'll get into that even more. So in this last half of this episode, but let me just add something. And this is going to be setting up for a future podcast episode. And it's with addiction, you have to remember comes shame and guilt, which in turn has the potential to sabotage successful recovery from addiction. And the cure for guilt, of course, is forgiveness. And like I said, I'll devote a two part episode on forgiveness and how important it is. In fact, I'll even be bringing on a guest here in the near future who had gone through some addictions and had to make amends by asking for forgiveness. I, I went through this personally myself with my father. And the way you treated me, I mentioned this in my very first episode of the 99 Relapses podcast when I bared my personal testimony and uh, like i said i'll get into this further in future podcast ep- episodes but keep in mind for now that forgiveness is a gift from god and consciously or subconsciously guilt deserves punishment and oftentimes will sabotage success in addiction and recovery for example have you ever noticed that when you start to become successful in your recovery you may not be able to receive it and embrace it because you believe you don't deserve it sometimes it's hard to forgive ourselves let alone others so ask yourself this question do you have a history of self-sabotaging just when everything seems to go well with your recovery on the flip side of that as well a lot of people will sabotage and i'll talk about this as well in future podcast episodes but when you go through an addiction and you let's say been sober for a number of months weeks years or whatever. You get sometimes you get to a point where you you feel like you owe it to yourself to have a drink or smoke some marijuana or whatever it is, whatever your addiction is. And then you relapse. You get right back into the mode of being addicted. This happens. And like I said, I'll talk about this further. But for now, let me get into how God identifies as opposed to how the world identifies. Remember one thing. Number one is you are loved. You were created with a purpose and a plan for God, by God, and you're not a carbon copy of someone else. You were created uniquely, and God created you uniquely. The second thing is you're chosen. God sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to this earth to die in your place for your sins so that you could be included in his family. And God was not obligated to choose you based on performance, credentials, education, or socioeconomic status. As I had mentioned at the beginning, the way the world identifies you. Number three, you're forgiven or redeemed when you're saved as a Christian through the blood of Jesus Christ. And when you go to the cross and you confess your sins in humility, you're forgiven. Now, does that mean you ask for forgiveness just once? Of course not. We're to be dependent on God and always ask for forgiveness each time we sin. And we're to allow that Holy Spirit, that's Jesus Christ living within us, to guide our lives in every decision that we make in life. And finally, number four, you're adopted. You're a child of God. You have been adopted into his family. You are considered a legitimate child of the God of the universe. And as a Christian, a child of God, we can access him all the time without having to go to any earthly person, a priest here on earth. In fact, we're not even to refer to anyone here on earth as father who represents the Christian faith. And that's found in Matthew 23, 9, which reads, And don't address anyone here on earth as father, for only God in heaven is your father. And what I'd like to do in closing out this episode is just go over Bible verses as to how God identifies you as a person, as a child of God. In Ephesians 2, 10, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. In 1 John 3, verse 1, it reads, See how very much our Father loves us, for he calls us his children. And that is what we are. But the people who belong to this world don't recognize that we are God's children because they don't know him. Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 17 reads, For the Lord your God is living among you. He is a mighty Savior. We will take delight in you with gladness. With his love, he will calm all your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. And in First Peter chapter 2, verse 9, it reads, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. These are just a few Bible verses as to how God identifies you, not people. Always remember that you're identified by God as a child of God and God loves you. An important takeaway in concluding this episode of the 99 Relapses podcast is that when you turn away from the world and how the world identifies you through other people, places and material things, you experience the true freedom in Jesus Christ as found in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 17, which reads, For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And also in Galatians 5, 1 reads, So Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure that you stay free, and don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. And like I said, if you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, now is the time to do it. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode of the 99 Relapses podcast. Please join me in episode number 19, part 2, as I continue this two-part series, Identity and Addiction, and I will discuss how it creates a problem of control, as well as what you live for. I would like to close this episode out with a prayer. Heavenly Father, we just give you so much thanks and praise. Lord, we lift you up to the highest throne now that you are an almighty God. You're an omnipotent God, omnipresent God. You're a powerful God and a loving God. And a God who brought your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, our Messiah, our King of kings, our Lord, our Lord, our Prince of Peace, who you brought here in an earthly body in a physical body to be sacrificed at the cross, And we're so grateful for that. As I continue to pray, Lord, we just continue knowing that we're not identified in this world based on our status in this world, on our socioeconomic status or our with how we're identified by people, places, things, but we're identified by you, God, a loving God, who continues to love us, and we're so grateful for that, Lord, that we come to you and lean into that. You are a God who who identifies us as a child of God, and Lord, as I continue to pray, I just ask that you place a hedge of protection around everyone and anyone that's listening to this podcast that's struggling with an addiction, and that you get them through it. That you place that protection around them and get them through their addiction. And I just thank you so much in your son's name, Jesus Christ, amen. Again, thank you for listening to this episode of the 99 Relapses podcast. For current podcast episodes, episode show notes, episode recovery memory verses, as well as episode recovery lessons and tools, go to 99relapses.org. That's the number 99relapses.org. Also, if you'd like to make a prayer request for yourself, family, or friend, please do not hesitate to send me an email for your prayer request at 99relapses.org. And don't forget to like me on Facebook. If you have an interesting story to share about how God has changed your life through addiction and recovery? Are an expert in the field of Christian addiction and recovery, have published a Christian book, podcast, website, and would like to be featured as a guest on the 99 Relapses podcast. Please email me anytime at james at 99relapses.org that's James the name James at 99relapses.org and I will respond within 24 to 48 hours thank you and God bless
0: thanks for listening to the 99 relapses podcast be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode if you want to learn more visit 99relapses.org there you can tap into information and resources like articles videos Previous podcast episodes, a bookstore, and free downloadable recovery tools and exercises. You can even reach out to us via email. Just visit 99relapses.org.